Gentlemen, but gentlemen, I am back with the third episode of my uh, revamped and uh, changed show. I hope you guys are liking the uh, new format. Haven't really changed much. Just quit doing the car episodes, and I'm doing a little. I'm putting a lot more thought in what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, maybe I'll come back on the sidebars, make these episodes a little bit better digestible for you guys. So, right away, getting right into the meat and potatoes. Here's why I think MGTOW and men who aren't a part of the Manosphere or Red Pill, men in general, should embrace the shame. Now, as I put in the description box, shame is a mechanism to like correct, correct, you know, bad behavior, wrong behavior. Like a fat person in a normal society, and it isn't to demean anybody for, you know, if they want to be fat, you should be free to do so in any society, especially in the West. But let's say, for example, you lived in a, I don't know, a more health conscious area. You're running around overweight. They see you all the time at Arby's or Sonic or whatever the fuck restaurants in the area. And there's a certain amount of mental shame that comes with that. You may feel guilty for doing that. You know, there's shame in uh, this weird flex and weird transition. These are completely unrelated, but hopefully (laughs) we continue to live in a society that shames pedophilia. You should be fucking weirded out and you should feel weird and you should correct your behavior if you're one of these individuals that hang out outside of an elementary school and get turned on by the kids shit's never not going to be weird but I could be wrong we're living in a clown society and the point I'm trying to make here with embracing the shame is the point I'm making is the society is going to become one at some point where they're normalizing pedophilia they are they're fucking with children now with this transgender shit. Now, also, all due respect to people who may be, you know, trans and whatnot, I don't necessarily have any smoke for you or what your lifestyle is. You do you. Leave children alone, though. Hormone treatment at an early age in boys? I don't know. For me personally, it ain't a good look. Just saying. So, with all that being said, you see and how inherently gynocentric the society is, you see how you can embrace the shame. And what's not popular doesn't necessarily mean it's right or wrong. Now, in general, there's a baseline right or wrong, harming other individuals, depriving others of, other, of their free freedom of movement, property, bodily, bodily autonomy, something men don't have but yeah that type of shit that's you know you have general human rights right and wrong and then you have like society's bullshit but unfortunately our society has gone a bit haywire morally speaking for example and i can say this is somebody who's been in long-term relationships women would immediately break up with people if men we brought to the table what women bring to the table every relationship in america would end tomorrow I mean, not not to go off of anecdotes, I'll, I'll go with my own life. I mean, as a young man in my early twenties, I would say, although with a long-term relationship, what I thought one I thought was going to lead to marriage, but it became very apparent and clear with me still being blue pilled at the time that there were way too many warning signs and red flags for me to go through with anything with this woman. I mean, number one, 
she had expectations and standards and tastes of let's just and I'm not I don't want to tear people down over their physical appearance and whatnot right I don't you know what I'm saying I'm not the best looking person in the world I'm not Idris Elba so who am I to be judging anybody I'm not judging anybody but let, let's just say, say, say this she had this t- the tastes of a, like an IG Sports Illustrated model but she looked like a stand-in for a Monique movie with all due respect I like my bigger girls whatever but at the same time, well, I, I, I was allured to them back in, they started dating in the, before the, you know, social media boom. I was allured to a bigger women because uh, they were the nice ones, the humble ones, the, the ones that cooked, the caring. For all the shit that beautiful women brought to the table, there was a point in time in dating, at least from those of you who might be my age or older, remember that in the sexual marketplace, there was a brief window of time in dating and relationships where women actually put forth efforts to make up where they fell short. Woman's not the best looking, you know, the quote unquote plain Janes. All the plain Janes were the sweetest girls you could ever met. All the bigger girls were sweetest girls you had ever met. Caring, loving, supportive, cook, clean, suck the shit out of a dick, all that good stuff. That is far, far from the case today. Thanks to simps and thanks to society, thanks to gynocentrism, it's not the case. But what does that have to do with men not embracing shame? It's not ultimately related. It was a sidebar, as I promised, that I said I wouldn't be doing. But the point is, things have changed. You're not living in a society where it's greatly, it greatly cares about your well-being, your place in the society. Shame nowadays is coming from a place of you not benefiting the society. You not benefiting the person that's shaming you. Greatest example of this I could ever tell or put forward. These pickup artists aren't particularly concerned if more guys join the NoFap, more guys, you know, read their book and actually improved their sex lives. These men aren't particularly, this, this is a massive segment and it's no longer pickup. It's the biggest part of the red pill. Even MGTOW guys are embracing these massive elements of pickup and blue pill shit. Because pickup and blue pill shit and pussy worship, it's, it's not MGTOW. MGTOW has nothing to do with getting women, worshiping women. MGTOW is about you, the individual man. You, you're a singular point in it. And it's not to say that a MGTOW guy can't date, have sex, or none of the other shit, but those are different paths. You don't go to the math teacher to learn about science, or math it does fall into a science, but you don't go to the fucking urologist to get your teeth cleaned. You just don't. The MGTOW is not about picking up girls, no fap, none of that shit. There's places for it, but I don't, I really wish that we didn't do this dominance hierarchy bullshit with as men and try to have this thing be the only thing and everything else is abnormal. This is why I say Shame should be embraced and, and, and heralded because these men don't care about your well-being, your life, your sex life. They just want your money. They want you to click the sponsor link to the PUA soap, the fucking pheromone defense soap. They want you to pay the fucking however much it costs to go to the 21 convention. They want you to pay for their one-on-one counseling. They want you to subscribe to their podcasts and their YouTube channels and their bit shoots and their audio platforms on SoundCloud. They want you to subscribe to them on Patreon and pay them money for their exclusive 
bullshit ass dating videos. That is their primary concern, not your life. Now, I'm not saying that that content can't help you in those areas that the content is based on. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is their shame is simply a part of the marketing. The male mind is largely driven by its sex drive. Just a fact. And I can tell most men aren't guided by much anything else. Like more, most women aren't guided by their by anything other than their eyes. Everything's about the selfie, the Instagram, everything that they're doing currently, the, the, who they're impressing, social, socializing. They're surrounded by society that's saying, you are a goddess, you are a queen, you are a princess. We worship the ground you walk on. You literally are a success. By simply existing, you breathe and you have a vagina. That's it. They don't say that verbatim. Society doesn't say it verbatim. But it's almost implied on a societal level. And that leads me back to what I wanted to talk about was that is not normal. What about merit? What about content of my character, not the color of my skin or the genitals I have? You know, there's a lot of like pro-black revamping of the new civil rights movement amongst the black community because I am black. And I do in an a la carte way support the movements, the ideas, especially law enforcement reform, um, nonviolent offenders getting out of jail, people arrested on fictitious bullshit. But we have to point women's fault out in this, you know, thing that you're trying to save and protect black men. And I'm not saying ostracize black women for this, but hold women accountable for their hand in what's going on with men right now. Men, a lot of men in jail for nonviolent offenses are men that didn't pay child support. You know, to to a lot of people, 88% of men, as a matter of fact, 88% of men probably find it reprehensible, find it disgusting, horrifying that a man wouldn't take care of his children. I, I forward you this argument. There are many states that prohibit a man from getting a DNA test to find out whether or not that's his child. So many men are paying child support, taking care of kids they never got DNA tests for. If you didn't get a DNA test, I don't give a fuck about the, the, the quote-unquote reputation of the woman or the bastardizing of a child. There's a big problem with that. You're made legally responsible for something you don't have DNA confirmation. Like Here's, here's an example. If you don't want to get DNA confirmation, you still think men should just take responsibility anyway. Imagine you purchase a vehicle, but that vehicle is driven by everybody on the street and you are responsible for this vehicle. You paid the insurance. Somebody who's on your street gets in a wreck, brings the car back. You're powerless to have any repercussions against that person from ever using the car again or getting refunded for the repairs of the car that requires uh, you don't know if that person hit somebody is getting sued you as the owner of that car take full responsibility for any and everything that happens with that car but other people get all of the authority to do whatever the fuck they want whenever they want to that car with that car how long are you going to stay in this deal where you're paying for this fucking car and the whole community is using it and driving it and whatnot? Now, it's unrelated, but a little bit unrelated to child support. And it's not the best analogy, but I want to make this analogy anyway. 
shouldn't the person that got in the wreck be the one paying for the car, the, the maintenance and all the fucked up shit that they did by getting in that wreck? Same thing with fatherhood, right? Why the fuck would I pay for another individual's car accident? Why would I pick up another person's Xbox and play their saved games? I'm not saying children are an Xbox or a car, but I'm just making this point. Women are not infallible. They should be held accountable for this shit. They should not be protected by law that you can't even get the DNA test. But yet men are still held responsible by simple by simply having a woman say he's the dad and putting his name on the birth certificate. As a matter of fact, there were several stories and incident instances where like incels were on the news. Dudes who were like virgins, never had sex in their life, but are on child support because they make decent money. Make that make sense. This society's shame. I don't know about y'all, but I don't fucking care anymore. Shame me. And even these pickup motherfuckers, you just want my money. I can see clear as day what the fuck your shaming is about, so fuck you. And then you got society shaming people about whatever, being a man, wanting a DNA test for children that bitches are trying to pin on you. It's getting to the point to where, and I'm going to end it here, but why I'm saying embrace the shame, because seriously, they say if you are in a society and everybody around you saying that something is wrong, then you're in the wrong. But I, I saw a cartoon of this. It's either a cartoon, a little comic strip, a meme, if you will, but you see it around. And it's, it reflects this society greatly and why I say you should embrace the shame. There's a picture of a man, as, or uh, there's two pictures. The top picture is a child in a pool. He's standing around yellow water because he peed in the pool. And then everybody in the pool surrounding him is pointing and laughing. Shame, right? He should be, he should have went to the bathroom. Quote unquote, now there's shame because everybody sees and knows that he peed in the pool. Flash forward to the next picture right underneath that picture and you see the entire pool is filled with piss. There's one individual, that same man, that same boy who's now a man standing in an area with clear water. And everybody around him is pointing in a big circle and laughing and you know, shame. I think that moment is now, that society is now, that world is now. So if you're obscure, if you're obtuse to the society that you live in, especially 2020 America, granted, you could do a little bit more to conform more into the norms of society. You could either ignore society, but as far as the shaming and all this stuff coming from society, fuck society. This society is neutering young boys, making men who didn't father their children responsible for the child support, punishing men that did nothing wrong for rapes they didn't commit. It's disgusting. You're standing in clear water. Everybody's around you soaked in piss and they're laughing at you. Don't feel bad. Embrace the fact that you are right. Being right is a lonely path, but it's the right path. That's pretty much all I have for this one. Y'all have a good one. I'm out. Thank you.